Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, on today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast, first, we're going to talk about a rookie that I think could make a surprise impact, and it's a guy that hasn't been talked about as much as maybe some other Titans rookies have been. Then, I'm going to give you guys two veterans on the offensive side of the ball and two veterans on the defensive side of the ball that I think will have a bigger role on the team than maybe the offseason chatter would lead you to believe. So we're talking surprise rookie impact and some underrated veterans on today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it! You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, we are going to be kicking off today's show by talking about a rookie that I think could make a surprise impact or a bigger impact on the season than maybe some are expecting. Before we get into that, I do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Blue Nile. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Titans listeners get $50 off purchases of 500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code Locked on at checkout at BlueNile.com. I also want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. If this is your first ever listen to the Locked On Titans podcast, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. You're going to find the Locked On Titans podcast everywhere and always free. That includes the Locked On Titans YouTube channel. Subscribe over there. Smash that notification bell so you know when all the content goes live. Throw a thumbs up on the video if you're watching on YouTube right now. You can also follow me on social media at Tic Tac Titans on Twitter, at Locked on Titans Pod on Facebook, putting out daily Monday through Friday Tennessee Titans content all year long. But with that being said, let's dive into this conversation about who could be a surprise rookie impact for the Titans. And when I say surprise, let me set it up like this. So this is a guy that I think a decent amount of people think could make an impact in 2022. It's not a super long shot that this guy could play a pivotal role. But I think there are a couple of rookies, specifically Traylon Burks and Kyle Phillips, who have been talked about more guys at the wide receiver position who some people are expecting to have a bigger impact than maybe this player that I'm getting ready to discuss. And that's rookie tight end Chig Aconquo. So hear me out. I know that Traylon Burks is probably going to be a starter. He's going to need to play a big role for the Titans, and he'll probably end up having a, a more production statistically. Kyle Phillips, maybe more production statistically over Chickaconquo. Maybe not, though, depending on how big the role expands throughout the year. But I think a lot of people are expecting Kyle Phillips to have a big impact. I am. But Chickaconquo, let me make the case here for why he's going to make a bigger impact than maybe you would think. I believe that the Titans are going back to their roots this year. They played a little bit more three wide receiver than you expected last year. I think they're going to go back to more heavy tight end sets with two tight ends. If you're going to have more two tight end sets on the field, means more tight ends are going to have to play. And I think last year with Swaim and Pruitt and Ferkser 
The Titans simply didn't have a talented enough tight end group throughout the year to be able to rely on them. Now, when you have Austin Hooper, you have Chickaconquo, you have Jeff Swayman, a much more logical role for him. I think the Titans have a much improved tight end group that will allow them to play more two tight end sets. So, Swaim isn't special. He's just a solid guy. So, I don't think that it would be insane if halfway through the year, in two tight end sets, instead of it being Hooper and Swaim, that it's Hooper and Okonkwo. And I think even early on, we'll see some two tight end packages with Swaim and Hooper. And then we'll see some two tight end packages with Hooper and Okonkwo. And sometimes the Titans will utilize Okonkwo exactly how we think. He's going to be, imagine this, two tight end set, twin set, with two tight ends on the same side. You got Hooper with his hand in the dirt on the line of scrimmage. You got Okonkwo as the tight end who's kind of the wing back off as your, uh, your flex tight end there. The Titans run a play action stretch outside zone to the tight end side and then bootleg. And while Ryan Tannehill is executing the bootleg play-action fake, Chickaconquo comes across the formation behind the offensive line to the entire opposite direction, catches a ball in the flat, runs for about 12 or 11 yards. It's exactly what we saw with Jonu Smith. The Titans couldn't do that last year. Michael Pruitt, solid role player, but he doesn't have the explosive athletic ball-carrying traits to execute that like a Conquo could. Jeff Swain sure doesn't. And eventually what that'll lead to is less predictability because then the Titans run a play action with Swain and Hooper in. Titans run real run plays with Aconquo and Hooper in. Now you got other teams off their heels, but you're keeping them in the same formation situation. So I think all of that, all of that will really contribute to Aconquo making a bigger impact on this team than maybe some are expecting especially for where he is drafted. So not only does it schematically make sense, play type makes sense, but you look at what Okonkwo was able to do in his last season in Maryland. Had the medical scare in the junior year, came back, and he talked recently in interviews with Mike Keith, courtesy of the Titans, talked about how he looks at football and life differently now after the medical scare. And when you look at his senior stats, 52 catches, 447 yards, five touchdowns, The guy just took a leap. He said the way he treats his body, the way he prepares, the way he watches film. He doesn't take it for granted for a second because of the medical scares junior year. So all of that together and all of that explanation to say this, I think Chigakonkwo could have 35 catches, 400 yards, three or four touchdowns, and make a much bigger impact on the Titans season than maybe some are expecting. But with that in mind, I got two veterans on the offensive side of the ball that I think will have a bigger role or we should pay attention to more than people are. And we'll finish out the show talking about two guys on the defensive side. Before we get into this offensive veterans, though, do want to tell you guys a little bit more about the title sponsor, Blue Nile. At BlueNile.com, you can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece all at prices you won't find at traditional jewelers. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Build the engagement ring of her dreams. 
or celebrate life's special moments with fine jewelry. No matter what you're looking for, Blue Nile has a jewelry expert on hand 24-7 to help you make the best decision. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Titans listeners get $50 all purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive and Includes engagement rings. Use code locked on. That's code locked on. Plus, every order is insured, ships for free, and arrives in discreet packaging so you won't give away what's inside. Shop stress free and find your forever peace. Go to bluenile.com today. Titans fans, we are going to continue today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We kick things off by talking about how I think Chigakonkwo, tied in out of Maryland, the rookie, can make a bigger impact in year one than maybe some are expecting for a lot of different reasons. But now I want to talk about some veterans who, really I want to say the conversation around these veterans does not match the impact that they're going to make on the team. Before we get into that, though, do want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. I do have an important favor to ask of you guys. We put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcasts even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On podcasts. Go to Locked On Podcasts dot com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of $1,000 Ticketmaster gift cards. Take our audience survey. Go to LockedOnPodcasts.com slash survey. Thank you guys for your help. But diving in here, two veterans that I think will make a bigger impact than the conversation around them indicates. First, Dontrell Hilliard, okay? The Titans obviously have a huge need for the complimentary back to Derrick Henry. They need it to be Dontrell Hilliard. They brought in Trenton Cannon to compete for that role. Hassan Haskins is more of the bruising downhill Derrick Henry backup on early downs. He's the the Deontay Foreman replacement, Hassan Haskins. But they still need that compliment back. And you could say that that's even more of an important role. Because it's something that you're not going to get with Henry or Haskins. So you need that guy to produce. And I think Hilliard can do that. Last year he played in eight games with the Titans. He had 56 carries for 350 yards. That's 6.3 yards per carry. He was explosive. I know that he had two fumbles in those eight games. But think about that run against the Patriots right before halftime when he exploded on a huge run straight up the middle. The Titans don't have somebody with that explosiveness and that speed in the back. I mean, Derrick Henry has speed, long speed, don't get me wrong, but that quickness is really what I'm talking about. The agility there. Boof. The Titans need that element in their backfield to go along with Derrick Henry and Hassan Haskins. And I think Hilliard can do that. And stats say that he can as well. He had two touchdowns in those eight games as a complimentary back. He had 19 catches, 87 yards. Also, this is a thing that I think is really important. 
talk about a guy at the end of the roster. It's all about versatility at that point. He could be the third down back. He improved mightily in pass protection, uh, pass protection at the end of the year as well. And that's what led the Titans to ultimately letting Jeremy McNichols go. Because Hilliard proved that he can hold up in pass protection. The kick returning. 22.1 yards per return on kickoffs last year. That's solid. That's solid. So you get the third down running back potential with the pass protection, catch the ball out of the backfield and the quickness. You get just the compliment and a little more lightning in the backfield in general. You get the kickoff return benefit. And Dontrell Hilliard, as I talked about yesterday, has been doing pretty well in camp as well with Derrick Henry not coming to the voluntary stuff. So people aren't talking enough about Dontrell Hilliard and the role that he can play in the Titans offense and the impact that he can have on the Titans offense this year. Another guy, and it's another guy that we talked about on yesterday's show, but Jamarco Jones. Mike Vrabel told you, hey, he's going to be mostly playing at left guard early on. He told us. And now Keith Carter comes out and talks about Jamarco Jones competing to start at left guard. I mean, we have all the info that we need. And even if Jamar, and I explained on yesterday's show why I think Jamarco Jones starting at left guard is a better idea for the Titans because Aaron Brewer provides more versatility and more background and knowledge on the Titans system. Even if Jamarco Jones doesn't start at left guard, he's going to be the backup tackle and probably the primary backup guard. If he competed for it all throughout training camp, he's going to be the primary backup guard and probably the the backup tackle. So either way, he's going to get in there. He's going to play a lot. And he fits his play style, his mentality out on the field. Mike Vrabel even talked about how he's been uh, liking Jamarco Jones as a player since back to college. And something I mentioned yesterday as well, he's just much bigger than Aaron Brewer. Brewer is six foot one, two seventy four. Jamarco Jones is six foot four, two ninety. So about fifteen to twenty more pounds and three more inches. It's a big man's game. So I think Jamarco Jones will ultimately start at left guard for the Titans, and he's going to be another guy that, depending on how he works out at left guard, will have a big impact on how the Titans season ultimately goes. So Dontrell Hilliard and Jamarco Jones are two veterans who I think will uh, need to be discussed more within the Titans fan base. We're going to flip this and talk about the defensive guys that I think need a little bit more pub or more conversation for the Titans. Before we do that, I do want to tell you guys about the best-tasting protein bars in the galaxy from our friends over at Bilt Bar. With Bilt Bar, you get the best of both worlds. You get all the health benefits that you want from a protein bar. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. But you're also going to get ridiculous flavor and taste. I mean, there are Bilt Bar flavors that I flat out think are better tasting than some actual candy bars. For me, you look at the peanut butter brownie, the salted caramel, the white chocolate cheesecake, some of my absolute favorites. But the birthday cake puffs, the uh, brownie batter puffs, absolute rock star flavors that are incredibly delicious, all covered in 100% chocolate. Make sure you go to built.com today. 
Use the promo code LOCKED15. You're going to get 15% off your next order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Titans fans, we are going to cap off today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We talked about a surprise rookie impact I think could be coming from Chigakonkwo. We talked about Dontrell Hilliard and Jamarco Jones being uh, uh, two veterans who I think are going to have a big role who people aren't discussing enough. And now we're going to flip that and talk about two defensive guys who will have a big role that people aren't talking about enough. Before we get into that, I do want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Make your second listen the Locked On NFL podcast. You get all your Titans news here with me in under 30 minutes every day. Now pair that with all of your NFL news in under 30 minutes every weekday with the Locked On NFL podcast. It's free and available on all platforms, including the Locked On NFL YouTube channel. I actually host the Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL show, so if you would sub just to show me some support, I would greatly appreciate it. But either way, thank you guys for checking out both of those shows and subscribing here to the Locked On Titans podcast. But we're going to move forward, and the number one guy that I want to talk talk about on defense is Buster Screen. So everybody's talking about Elijah Moulton. Everybody's talking about Roger McCreary in the slot. But who was the lockdown slot on passing downs for half a season for the Titans last year? It was Buster Screen, folks. And not only that, but he was one of the best slot cornerbacks in the NFL last year. So he played in six games for the Titans. He had an interception. He had three pass breakups. He had 17 tackles. And per pro football focus, he had a 65.4 coverage grade, which was the best of his entire career. He gave up 15 catches on only 24 targets, 188 yards, that's it, in six games, zero touchdowns in that one interception, 69.4 passer rating when thrown his direction. I mean, that's really solid. And when you look at him just in the slot, he only gave up seven catches on 110 reps in the slot. 110 reps in the slot and only seven catches for 86 yards. That's a, a catch on every 15 plays. Once every 15 plays, he'll give up a catch out of the slot? That was best in the NFL for guys. 110 snaps. So, Buster Screen brought back to the Titans as a free agent. I think it hasn't been discussed quite enough. I think there's a great chance that on day one, Elijah Molden is that early down slot cornerback for the Titans. But I think Buster Screen, as the passing down slot corner, is still the favorite in the clubhouse over Roger McCreary. I'm looking at Buster Screen. I think that was big for the Titans to bring him back. I thought he played very well last year, and I expect him to continue to have a role on the defense. And I think being caught up in the young slot cornerbacks in McCreary and Molden has kind of led people astray in a sense, and I include me included, me included. But we got to remember how well Buster Screen played last year for the Titans, and I think we could see a repeat of that this year, having depth is not a bad thing at all with the young guys. But the last guy that I want to talk about is a veteran that isn't getting enough pub and that isn't discussed enough is Danico Autry. 
People talk about Autry a lot. He's the most discussed out of the guys that we've talked about today. I admit that. But all the discussion is about Harold Landry this offseason with the new contract. Jeffrey Simmons, me included, talking about you know how he could be one of the best in the entire NFL. And people love talking about Bud Dupree, no matter what, coming back from the ACL, what he can do. But I feel like Danico Autry doesn't get as much conversation as he should. I mean, last year, he had nine sacks, batted down six passes at the line of scrimmage, which is huge in an underrated stat. 31 tackles, 10 of those tackles for loss. I mean, he played defensive end. He rushed from the interior. He played edge in the Titans 3-4. He allowed the Titans to play front multiplicity and play in 3-4 fronts and 4-3 fronts. I mean, a completely unsung player. For the Titans. And shout out No Flags Film for pointing out this stat. Only two players last year in the NFL had 20 or more pass rush wins on the outside and the inside of the offensive tackle. Aaron Donald and Danico Autry. So, Danico Autry, unsung hero, has been his entire career. We need to get him up in the conversation because Danico Autry is a major impact player for the Titans. And boy, what a great signing by John Robinson. I mean, just a great addition, not only to add him to the Titans, but to take him away from the Indianapolis Colts. Just great stuff there from John Robinson. But that's going to do it for me today, folks. I'm going to be back with you guys tomorrow to cap off the week. Next week, we got mandatory minicamp for the Titans, so make sure that you stay subscribed to the Locked On Titans podcast, free and available on all platforms, your team, every day. That's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked On Titans.